This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. KNC Masterpiece back here live on Radio Row. With us, we've got not one, not two, but three-time Super Bowl champion, mm. LeGarrette Blunt. Good morning, sir. Are we live right now? My yeah, we are, we are morning, live. Guys. LeGarrette, I got a question. I was uh, just went to the restroom, all right, and I washed my hands because that's what you're supposed to do. But then when I went to get the paper towels, the thing just kept pushing paper towels out. Like it was like, and when I left, it was still going. Should I tell somebody so they go stop it, or should I just leave it and just move on and act like it wasn't me? I'm pretty sure the next person that came in there probably ain't going to tell nobody either. <laughs> probably not. Probably not, man. So that's so when we have a paper towel shortage. They're like, get to Radio Row yeah. bathroom. Fine, fine Corey. Now, so you got to be prepared for things like this. See, exactly. <laughs> and it sounds like you're prepared to, we need to talk probably some football, maybe, maybe not. But also, lgsfeelgood.com. I'm trying to help people out with the website. It's easier, lgsfeelgood.com. But also, maybe we need to talk about the Mavericks. Yes, sir. You were a huge Dirk fan, huge Mavericks fan. Are you still a huge Mavericks fan now that Dirk is gone? Uh, man, Dirk made me a Mavericks fan. Uh, Dirk is my favorite player ever. Um, so he made me a Mavericks fan. So I've been a fan ever since. What was um, it about him that made him your favorite? Um, just just his style of play, man. Um, there was not a lot. There was not a lot of guys that you know that are seven feet tall. Right. You know, could shoot a fadeaway right. jumper from the three off one leg. You know, um, there's not a lot of guys that are his size that is, that is winning MVPs versus a LeBron James-led team. Sure. You know, um, there's you know, that's the team that 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 whooped Miami Heat. You yeah. Know, in the finals. So Hell yeah, I was at is. that game. You oh. feel me? Yes, sir. I was there. Yeah, I was there, man. So did you like seeing all the people leave? Were you cheering? Let's losing? go, Mavs, with them man. too. So at at the time, at the time, you know, I I, I was young, you know, unrestricted free agent. So my my tickets were. You know, not the best. So I slowly, <laughs> I slowly migrated down as the Miami Heat fans, uh, Miami Heat fans started leaving, um, and so I got, I got to watch my guy, you know, uh, get the little MVP and you know the whole nine. Man, that was that was special. That was special to me because uh, obviously he didn't play a lot longer after that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So, did you ever get a chance to like meet him, talk to him, and hang out with nah, him or anything? Never, man. Oh never, man, we gotta man. set that would, up for I would, you. I would absolutely love to. He oh, might be man. one of the nicest superstars oh gosh, you'd ever yeah. meet in your life. You'd never know that he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. He's like, You'll definitely know he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. You have to know that. Yeah, <laughs> but, he doesn't, but he doesn't have that kind of attitude. Right, he, it's right. like he's your neighbor. He's right. like, sure, did you need some sugar? Yeah. You're like, yeah. whatever. He yeah. brings over a plate of Tupperware, and he's like, I just had some leftover food for you. That's the kind of guy he see, is. Man, yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I can imagine, man. I, I can see him being like that, man. He's, he's, a, he's a special guy to watch, that was for sure. So now the Mavs have Luka, and we get to see tomorrow night for the first time Kyrie Irving yes. with the Dallas Mavericks. What are your thoughts on where the Mavericks are headed now? 
man, they are they were already trending upwards. Um, obviously, we're going to always be a playoff team if Luca's there. Um, we just can't get over that hump. Uh, you know, I I'm not a big fan of of, of you know letting go Chris Stapp. That still stings to the, to this day. Oh. Um, that was that was probably that was our big man or that was our guy that was going to lead us to the promised land. So, um, but adding Kyrie it, it, it soothes the pain a little bit a little bit more because uh, Kyrie is a is a game changing point guard. Um, he's a obviously one of the best point guards in the NBA and and in recent history. Right? Um, you know you can't say enough about him. Um, he always does everything he can do to you know to bring everything to the table and come out with a win. Uh, he doesn't have to be the guy that scores 30 points a game. He can be the guy with the assist. Um, so I, I love I love the fact that Luca doesn't have to be the one guy that gets depended on to score 40 or 50 points a night. Yeah. Um, Mark Cuban did his thing with that. He did his thing, man. Would you have played basketball? Like, would that have been something that you would have liked to do? Oh yeah, heck yeah! I love I love the sport of basketball. It's just that my body, you know, <laughs> my body didn't grow the way a normal basketball player's body would grow. You know, I I, I was tall and skinny for some time, um, you know, until I until I became a sophomore in, in high school, and I put on about twenty five pounds, and I shot up about two or three inches. So, I went from being about one ninety one ninety five to about two twenty five. Mm. And, and and that is uh that is that is that is stands to be a football player. <laughs> so multiple Super Bowl champion Legarrette Blunt joining us right now. I know you talked about watching Dirk win that championship. Obviously, you are a champion. Kyrie Irving and Luca wanna be a champion. When you got a player, maybe it could have been you at one point, right? When you get a player that has a little bit of possible baggage coming to your team and you don't really know him as a person. You just see the talent, but also you hear things. How do you accept that player on the team? How are you trying to make them feel welcome and make sure that they feel like they're going to immediately be part of something? Um, I think a lot of it comes out comes from um, the respect that that player has garnered over the league from his peers, right? Um, everybody's going to have their opinion when it comes to the media. People are going to have their opinion when it comes to the owner, um, things like that, but um, Kyrie is respected among his peers. Yeah. He's re- he's very respected amongst his peers. He hasn't had one teammate say anything bad about him. They haven't had a teammate that said, "Oh man, he's a cancer." Oh man, he don't like to pass the ball. All he like to do is shoot. You know, you don't have you don't. I don't hear a lot of those stories. The only stories I hear is about his beliefs, and which everyone is entitled to their own. Um, and and you know that's what comes with him. If, and and I feel like that baggage has to be accepted. Right, because if you don't accept that baggage, then you don't accept the guy that is a Mormon. You don't accept the guy that is, you know, Christian. You don't accept the guy that is, you know, whatever the case may be. So you have to accept that that comes with the player. Um, you know, he's going to speak his mind, and you got to understand that he's going to say what he feels is um, best represents him. He's going to say that. Um, I've never had a problem with it because, again, man, to each their own. You can't judge anybody by what they were raised as or what they grew up believing or any of those things. You just got to, you know, you got to be a judge of character by based off how that person is as just a normal human being. Is he a good human? Is he a good person? Um, and I don't see any I don't see any signs of Kyrie being a bad person. So I think that this was a great move. I, that, I'm really fascinated by that answer. I thought it was a really great answer. Is I'm curious, I'm sure all locker rooms are different, but from your experience, how much do those conversations take place in terms of, like, whether it's religion or politics or whatever, how often do those conversations pop up? Man, believe it or not, man, you the, religions, the religious conversation rarely 
ever pops up. Right. Um, That's probably smart. And, and, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, I and, do. And, and, I and, do. You know, you don't, no one, you know, obviously when it comes to religious beliefs, those are things that everyone holds extremely dear to their heart, to their core. So when people question them or when people attack them, you get extremely defensive. And, you know, that can divide a locker room. That can divide yeah. a teammate. That can divide a relationship between two players that have obviously probably been close for a long time. Um, it can it can definitely, you know, mess some things up. So you don't really talk about that. Um, and, and, and political, I, I, I feel like politically, you those, like the conversations as far as that, those are very minimal. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Nobody yeah. goes around and be like, hey, bro, who are you voting for? You know, who do you like? You know, to, to each their own. You know, we're teammates. Our common our common interests and goals mesh. You know what I'm saying? Our personal interests and goals, you know, whenever you become a closer teammate or a closer friend or, you know, whatever relationship you guys develop, if y'all feel like it is um, okay to talk about that or, 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 or introduce that conversation, then that's cool. But other than that, I don't I don't think that those are two topics that are really talked about in the locker room. Before we get to LG's feel good, can I ask you a quick question about sand? Have you seen all of the Tom Brady sand auctions up on eBay? How many different ones are there? <laughs> there are, as of last count yesterday, there were 122 for at least going, <laughs> trying to go for at least a thousand dollars. I think they pulled the one that was a hundred thousand dollars because that was the actual sand. I, that and I don't think that's on eBay anymore. I was just trying to find it. I don't know what happened, but it's not on there yeah, anymore. Yeah, I seen that. I seen the one that was up. <laughs> I seen the one that the big got up to a hundred grand. Now, does eBay let him sell that? Or Maybe does, they're or, saying or no. Or does eBay say, nah, because we can't confirm if this is the real Brady ass saying. I, th- I see. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think they pulled it because of that. Is this really Brady's ass saying? Yeah, <laughs> nobody knows. How would one confirm that, I wonder? Is, all right. He just has to scrape it right off his butt. That's, That's a good point. Yeah. Let me get this, Trail. Let me get this. I mean, he, he just posted a hey, thirst trap sure picture. Yeah. Make sure, you, make sure you record me wiping this off yeah. his ass. <laughs> if that video is included, you'll make money. So, LG feel good and it's lgsfeelgood.com if you want to go hit up the site what can you tell us about the cbd product what do people need to know man it is all natural all organic is 100 thc free um rollerball pain patches um anxiety drops sleep gummies the whole nine um second to none these are the, these are the items that i use in my every everyday life my kids use them um there is there is nothing against it. These are all natural. Um, these get help you get away from the opioids. These help you get away from taking pills. These oh. help you get away from um, other different things and avenues of of, of, of medicine that will harm your body in the long run, right? Liver problems. Um, always these kind of different kind of side effects that harm the insides, you know, the, your body. And uh, people don't read these labels, and a lot of people don't think about this in the long run, but – this is this is huge. Um, these are these are the flashes to the camera. Yeah, you these are that. these are these are the medicines that these are the things that you want to deal with that that'll help you deal with the everyday knee pain, the not being able to sleep, the um, having the anxiety whenever you're in, in settings that 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 probably mess with your you know mess with your head or have you sweating and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, that is huge for me. So um, those those were those were the things that I wanted to be a part of and. What led me this way is just myself and athletes alike. 
You know, um, a lot of these guys retire from the game and they take depression pills. They yeah. take all these different things. And I have things that will help you in that matter. And I want to express that and get that out to the world that you don't have to take pills. You don't have to do all these different um, things that will affect your body on the inside and in the long term. We have we have we have remedies and we have things yeah. that are that'll be better for you and they work better for you and they're immediate and they don't have to be um, affecting you in the long run. And this is just for this is for you guys. This mm-hmm. is for doctors. This is for lawyers, plumbers, anyone. So this is for all these people. So well, I know you got to run, but we might need to bring you back as our Mavs correspondent. Yeah, any different number of times man. on Super Bowl Radio Row. I got you. <laughs> Appreciate it very much, good sir. And it's lgsfeelgood.com if you want to check that out. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, we will talk with Kansas City Chiefs owner Clark Hunt plus NFL Live's Laura Rutledge coming to you live next from the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is a career high now for White in his limited action. Six points tonight, maybe two more. He's going to take it to the hole and score in transition. Timeout, Utah Mavs up by seven. Can't see Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're live at Radio Row. Want to thank Rally House, Window Nation, A number one air. Appreciate you guys helping us have all of the fun out here. The Mavericks were having all of the fun last night as well. As we all predicted, McKinley Wright was the starting point guard and reached (laughs) double digits. Was that not what we all predicted? Yes, we did predict that. Uh, It was either that or Christian Wood. Oh, man, that would have been something to see. Mavs win 124-111. And, Mike, I want to start with you on this. we got Clark Hunt for the Kansas City Chiefs owner coming up in just a minute. But – the thought was, especially with Luke out, that they might lose all five of these games. Or they I would thought be, for sure they would, at least, especially last yeah. night after the trade. No Luka, no Dorian Finney-Smith, no Spencer Dinwiddie, obviously still no Maxi Cleveland. You're like, you're going to lose by 20 points. But I don't think any of us would have imagined the Hardy party matched no. up with Green would have gotten yeah. you 58 points. Yeah, 58 points on 29 shots. I mean, you can't really get much more efficient than that sure. from... Uh, two guys on your team. I mean, there might not be a game this year that Luca and Kyrie play together that score that many points on that few of shots. Yeah. I mean, that was just one of those if things. If you're where averaging was... two points per shot, that's yeah. madness. So it was just really fun. I got to watch the end of the game after we got back from IHOP, and and Hardy had a good finish to the game. Uh, and and I see, see the stats. I'm like, wow. So then I caught the kind of 15-minute 15, 15 recap. Do you guys ever watch that on YouTube? Sometimes. It's a really great way to try to kind of watch a game without getting to watch the game. And uh, 
You just saw yes. so many huge plays from Josh Green uh, distributing the ball, making shots off of Jaden Hardy passes because the Mavs do not see Jaden Hardy, if people don't know this, the Mavs do not see Jaden Hardy as a future point guard. They see him as more of a – I don't think I do either. Like a Timmy, right? They 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 want to be a Timmy. They see him as more of a future kind of score off off the ball, bringing up, making decisions. Like he's going to be a guy that they think can score 20 a game off of the ball and create create his own shot. I mean, he blew by at times Kelly Olenek. I get it. He's an older guy, not fleet of foot. But he'd get the switch, and he'd blow right by him, and he'd get to the free throw line. Nine and nine from free throws last night. And he made free throws late in the game where you're up by eight or ten points approximately. Or like, if you make these, we're going to win. If you miss them, you give them a chance to come back. And he was perfect from the line. So is Josh Green perfect from the line, too. So you're saying late game okay. instead of Luka – Jaden and Josh Green need the ball. Not necessarily okay. that far. But oh, no. I will say this, and I don't want to take a shot at Tim Hardaway Jr. I get who he is, and he's just in a super cold streak right now. He's going to get hot at some point. As I just say real quick, he's so inconsistent. I don't know why they get mad at Hardy for being inconsistent and young when you're like, well, he's older and inconsistent. With the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Don't worry, Joey. We'll get an opportunity to talk about it at some point during the day as the Stars beat the Ducks last night 3-2 to two via a shootout. But right now, since he's in front of me, I'll say the superior brother to Dan. Oh, is, my gosh. You, look, oh, no. he's right here. Yeah. We, we, he is sitting we right here. We have Dan Hunt on the show all the time. We've opened cards with him. We love him, but... It is an honor to have the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs, Clark Hunt, with us today. Good morning, sir. Hey, great to be on with you, and I, I'm not going to mention that comment about Dan uh, mm. to him. I don't think he'll like it very much. Well, I mean, to be fair, when Dan is with us, we'll say that he is the superior Oh, my runner. God, don't so tell him that to his face. I'm absolutely a front runner in this situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what are you up to? You got a busy week? Uh, yeah, we sure do. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a great week. So excited to be here in Phoenix uh, with a chance to compete for another Lombardi Trophy. How amazing was it? I know there's a lot of aspects of this team that are absolutely tremendous, hence why you're here. How amazing was it to see the bounce back from Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship or, quite frankly, even in the divisional round? Uh, well, incredible toughness by, by Patrick uh, gutting that out, right? Uh, he had the bad ankle injury a couple weeks ago. Uh, there was a question mark, at least early in the week, as to yeah. whether he'd be able to play in the AFC Championship game. Uh, mo- most players with a high ankle sprain, you know, that's, that's several weeks, if not not a month plus. Um, but Patrick has shown before that he bounces back pretty quickly from injuries. Uh, he's a g- competitor. He wanted to be there uh, for his team. I think we all saw the pain he was in the last quarter and yeah. a half of the game and how incredible that the game uh, finished on a sequence with him rushing, oh so my gosh, using yeah. his legs to make make a first down that ultimately put us in the field goal position. Where where do your feelings and emotions go up in the suite when you saw Patrick Mahomes get hurt? I know we're not going to we're going before the AFC Championship game when you're just thinking we have a chance to win another one, but need a somewhat healthy Patrick Mahomes, and it looks like he might not be able to play the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, I think everybody in the stadium uh, that, that evening, heart sank, and that certainly was, was true for us. And, you know, for me, first of all, it goes to concern for, for Patrick personally, 
uh, suffering an injury, but you know clearly the football team is is better uh, with him. Uh, one of the the fun things from that that game was our backup Chad Henney coming in, who barely played all, all year getting the ball on our two-yard line. <laughs> yeah. So he starts in the shotgun, standing in the middle of our end zone. I was like, okay, uh, how, how's this going to go? And sure enough, he completes a quick pass to, to Travis Kelsey, and, and we're off and running on a 90-yard drive uh, to score a touchdown, which I think that's really a credit to Andy Reid and what an amazing coach he is, that he had Chad you know, re- ready to go. And then it was great that Patrick was able to come back into the game later on. There was part of me that did want maybe another injury, and it's only because what? I'm oh good friends gosh, with why? Steve Bouchel, who I work with on Rangers broadcast. I thought, wouldn't it be something if Shane were to come into this game and lead <laughs> oh, the Chiefs? So there's it would a, be awesome. There's just a part of me because I really oh, root for dear. Shane Bouchel too on your team. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, no Shane, well, I, I'm an SMU alum, so yeah, you know, had had a great time cheering him on as a, as a Mustang, and we're so glad to have him part of the Kansas City Chiefs. I think he has a very bright future. Now, just real quick about Mahomes, not necessarily football related. He admitted he hasn't planned for Valentine's Day. Do you guys have any ideas to make sure he doesn't get in trouble right after the Super Bowl with his wife and family? Uh, well, I'm hoping that we get to throw a Super Bowl parade for him. Right? Oh, oh now, that's that, a good that, Valentine's that, Day. That might get him off the hook. We could, you know, uh, put his wife Brittany up on, on the bus with him. I, you know, that wouldn't be bad. Who makes sure that Andy Reid has the burger after the game, though? Like, does he <laughs> does he order it himself? No. Is it DoorDash? No, no, we've got a really big staff. Okay. that, that focuses on on those on those burgers to make sure they're they're just right. Yeah, you because know, that, that's a big key to the success, right? We uh, <laughs> but there's an inferior burger if they were not to win. Or you oh need to yeah, know that. you get the littler, yeah. smaller burger. This one's made of gold. The um when when you got Andy Reid and and everything that comes along with him and his play calling and all of those things. What did you know what you had, and then did you know that you were going to get to this point with him, that he was going to be able to get over to over that hump of not being the big game winner? Yeah, well, we knew that Andy uh, was special from his time in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. right? He'd made the, the four NFC championship games, been, been to one, one Super Bowl. Uh, the, you know, the knock on him was he hadn't been able to, to win a championship. Um, but we felt that he was the right leader for us at the time. We needed an experienced, mature leader and uh, Andy was certainly that. And we started off 2013 9-0 with more or less the same roster that we won two games yeah. with the year, year before, uh, which was absolutely incredible and I think just speaks to what a great coach he is. Uh, I certainly hoped in the back of my mind we would get to a period of sustained success. That's what uh, I had been building for since I took over the franchise in 2007. But, you know, getting there, saying it's one thing, getting there is much more difficult. But Andy's absolutely been able to do that. has a lot to do with the culture that he and yeah. our general manager, Brett Veach, have created. Um, Patrick Mahomes is a big part of that. Uh, the three of them are really on the on the same page, and, and that that helps the culture in the building. So the amazing coach, amazing leader of man, men, and we're just really blessed to have him. You ever thought about giving Jerry any advice on how to you know, find just the right guy and all that? Or uh, you, you know, I have total respect for the Jones family. They do a great job uh, leading the Cowboys. Uh, they had a great season this year. I know they're disappointed not to be here. Uh, you know, we, we joke frequently about getting to play for the Preston Road yep. Trophy yes. at, yep. at the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I'm sure that's going to happen one day soon. Now, <laughs> I'm glad that you brought that you didn't bring up that y'all beat the Cowboys en route to that 9-0 start. I mm-hmm, appreciate mm-hmm. that. But also, do you feel like it took a while, but do you feel like 
historically people are po- finally recognizing Andy Reid's spot as an all-time coach. Yeah, I, I absolutely do, and I think that started three years ago when we finally won, sure. won the Super Bowl. <clears throat> it seemed that we had as many people rooting for Andy to win that game as they did for the Chiefs to win, win that game. And I remember being on the bus at the Super Bowl parade with him and the, the love and adoration that was yeah. directed at, at Andy from literally a million people who were, who were surrounding the bus as we made our way through, through downtown. Um, and, and I think that's really uh, you know, contributed to Andy being recognized for how great he really is. Because now when you look at his career in full context, he, he's got the championship. Hopefully he gets another one on, sure. on, on this Sunday. He's got, what, nine championship games. Um, which Only coach in NFL history to get 10 playoff wins with two different franchises. Right, and, and he's moved up now. He's, I think, fifth all-time uh, in terms of overall wins. He's now won the second-most playoff games. He just passed uh, the great Tom, Tom Landry. Landry. Yeah. So I, I do think he, he's starting to receive the recognition that he deserves, and we're really happy about that. I don't think it will surprise you to know that everyone at this table is rooting for you guys on Sunday. Yeah, Partially, screw the Eagles. Yeah, screw the Eagles indeed. Yeah. So <laughs> I know you probably shouldn't say that for logical reasons, but we're all rooting for you here at the table. Well, we, we appreciate it. Well, and also I had Travis Kelsey in my fantasy league. So, like, I mean, that's something that definitely is, you know, a huge factor in those things. Yeah. Yeah, well, you probably had a pretty good year. We did have a really good season. <laughs> Do you play <laughs> fantasy football? Is that allowed? <laughs> yeah. I'm really not sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't don't play fantasy football. Good question whether it's allowed. I, I don't know that. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I have a real football team to deal with here. Now, logistically, last thing I was kind of curious about, obviously you're prepping for the game, but logistically – what all do you have to do leading into Sunday, and what are your nerves like throughout the week? Uh, so for me, it's really a lot of uh, media obligations. Sure. Uh, start starting uh, last night, and and that'll go go through the week. Um, then there are a lot of functions that I'll try to make appearances at, uh, you know, Thursday through Saturday before the game, um, and then then on Sunday I'm going to really focus on enjoying the moment. Uh, and this was some advice that I received from the Kraft family. Uh, who obviously has been to a few yeah. few of these games. <laughs> Quite a few. <clears throat> you know, there, there are a lot of people who are tugging on you, but uh, Jonathan Kraft uh, told me that he really, as they went along, started focusing on Sunday morning just to really appreciate uh, the, the experience and where you are and, and enjoy it. Uh, go down on the field bef- before the game and soak, soak it in. So that's what I'll be doing on Sunday. And you're able to do that? Like, that's great advice, but <clears throat> you're, you're able to pull that off? <clears throat> well, truthfully, uh, three years ago in our first, and I, I'm not sure I got there. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I've been training now for three years, training my emotions, so ho- hopefully I'll be able to do that. And we know your brother Dan really wants the Chiefs to win because he has a whole bunch of Patrick Mahomes rookie cards. That he <laughs> up in value. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, because he'd have to hop on eBay to sell that. <laughs> Y'all are really, really hurting for some cash. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. I know it's really busy, and like I said, we legitimately are all rooting for the Chiefs, so good luck on Sunday. Yeah, well, I appreciate it, and I appreciate uh, y'all's coverage of FC Dallas as well. We're, we're looking forward to getting that season kicked off here here in a few weeks. Nico's done such a great job with the squad. Uh, we love Nico, general managers and Absolutely. coaches around here in the Metroplex. Thank you very much, good sir. I know you got to go. Best of luck with the rest of the week, and enjoying your time Sunday morning. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Clark Hunt, the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Corey, I want you to be proud of me. 
I wanted to ask if he had any extra Chiefs pins. Okay. But I didn't. Hey, that is a I sharp was, pin I right know, there on his lapel. Really are you is. a pen collector? I mean, it's just like it's the Super Bowl and the Chiefs are here. I think that would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I do wonder, though, does he take Texas brisket with him? Does he enjoy it there? Does he like, you know what, I got to – Keep it divided up a little bit. Some some Kansas City brisket, the feels, Kansas City barbecue. It feels dangerous to not say Kansas City, right? I mean, but he's from the DFW area, so I mean, it's Texas. You just got to be honest with yourself. That okay? You know, you have to be honest with yourself. <laughs> I think that's the key that we've just learned. Whether it's about barbecue, the Super Bowl, whatever, you have to be honest with yourself. Now, I promised. I I, me- I would mention this is. Big news for the Stars last night. We'll talk with Laura Rutledge in just a minute. The Stars won 3-2, to two, but perhaps more importantly, Jamie Benn became the second player in the history of the Stars franchise to play in 1,000 games. Wow, that's impressive. The other one, of course, being Mike Madonna. I'm sure you probably already knew that, but... Well, Madonna has a cup, all right, uh, uh, at this point. So we have one guy that has that. Jamie Benn has, still has that to do. If Jamie Benn was to pull that off, to you know, to get there with this group, and I mean, because he's already been there once. Yeah, you know, which was which was awesome. Would he be in a different category? I mean, that is a good question. One I hope we definitely get to debate. KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan right now on the line from ESPN's NFL Live. We have Laura Rutledge. Good morning, depending on where you are. It's still morning here, but good morning, good afternoon to you. It's still morning here, too. Good morning. Sweet. All right, so you guys are going to be in the Old Town Scottsdale for the Super Bowl starting tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central for ESPN. Is that Do I have that correct? You got it. Yeah, we got, we got live crowds. If anybody wants to stop by, you guys want to stop by, you're probably busy, but we're, we'd love to have you. Well, we, yeah, I, I mean, it sounds fun. <laughs> I'm always curious, does the crowd vibe always add to it, or are there people in the crowd that you're like, I wish that person wasn't here right now? Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's plenty of that. There's, uh, I, I am, like, a huge fan of people doing weird things in the crowd, though, so if you want to come, you know, I don't know, paint something on your belly and show us that, like, we're, we're all in on that. Uh, but, but yeah, it to- at times you wonder, like, is that person really going to yell, you know, whomever sucks one more time? I, I don't know. But, but every time they, they keep – it's always the same thing. You know, they just keep yelling the same thing over and over again, hoping somebody hears. <laughs> did, okay, did you get a good training for that, like covering SEC, though, beforehand? Like, did that help you kind of – like, that's a lot of passion in that group. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, every week uh, during college football season I, I spend on the road, you know, some – SEC spot and, and totally. I mean, I'll say this, and you guys can sort of relate to this with the Dak Prescott tie-in. Doing a show in Starkville, Mississippi, with the cowbell, mm-hmm. uh, where literally your ears ring for like weeks after. After you've done that, you can kind of do anything. So even this year, you know, we were there, and I, I couldn't hear for like three or four days. My, I went back home. My husband's like talking to me. I'm like, what? <laughs> you say that again? <laughs> I have no idea. All I hear is cowbell. <laughs> more, and so that's not a situation where you're like, no, not more cowbell. Maybe yeah. some less cowbell yeah, right. than that. Hey, the atmosphere is great, but just a little less. Maybe a little quieter. I don't know. Now, I know we got a lot of football stuff to get into but we might need your help with another guest we got coming up at noon 
We're going to have Miss America yes. coming on the show. Oh, cool. Royals. You are, is it former Miss Florida? Do I have that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Miss Florida 2012, back in the Stone Age. I actually emceed Miss America this year, though. Um, and Grace, who you guys will talk to, our, our Miss America, is phenomenal. She's a real hoot, and she is a rock star. She's like like, like nuclear physicist or something, so she's a lot smarter than me. Okay, now I'm concerned that we might have competing <laughs> oh my Miss Americas. Yes. Uh-oh. We have is somebody Emma, else? Emma Broyles. Is somebody, is somebody moonlighting as Miss America? Oh, not no. Oh, wow. Did we just it. get catfished on <laughs> oh. this? Oh, this is awesome. This is great. This is a great Wait. plan. <laughs> Wait, we got to clear this up, guys. Okay. Who is th- it? What's her name? Emma Broyles? Yeah, from she's, she was 22. Oh, so Emma. she was 20. Okay, so Emma, she she's was from last, last year's? year. So she's, okay. she's fantastic. You'll love her. She's uh, she was Miss Alaska, I believe, one yes. of like the first Miss Alaskas to ever win Miss America. She's phenomenal. Also a nuclear physicist, or no? Uh, no, okay. I don't think so. But she's great. You'll love her. <laughs> I was gonna say, I I That's looked hilarious. up. I looked up what she was studying. Yeah, she plans to attend medical school and become a dermatologist. There we go. So, Man, yes. Miss America's getting work done year mm-hmm. after year. Well, that's... So the cool thing is, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you win a bunch of scholarship money. So it's kind of the cool thing because you can you can put it back to your school and and then decide to, you know, get whatever you – you don't have to pay for whatever degree you're trying to get, which is a, a great benefit. But how funny would it have been if you guys were like, oh, wow, Emma, you know, tell us about nuclear physics. And she's like, uh <laughs> – not a clue. <laughs> that you know what? Let's do it that way anyway. Let's do the interview in that in that structure and be like, it was Laura Rutledge told us. So. Hey, she's going to blame me. It's fine. Yeah, she's going to medical school. She might know. She'd be like, well, I thought about doing that. Yeah. Now, well, Laura. Oh, oh, do we? we have... I was just going to say, I'm glad we got to the bottom yeah. of this mystery. And do you have any helpful other questions for Emma now for us? Even though I feel like you've already given us a great cheat sheet. Yeah, you know, Emma, um, one of the cool things that she did during her year as Miss America is she partnered with the Special Olympics. So she's got some awesome story perspective on all of that and uh, really is – she's really a fun chick. You're going to like her. She's a lot of fun. Uh, now, my co-host Kevin here, he recently had a child. We didn't believe that he was going to have a child. You recently had a baby, and I know you, you do a lot. Of, I mean, y'all are working all the time. Yeah. Do you have any advice for him on how to you know, make sure that he gets good quality time with the kid? That uh, He also has an older kid, but he forgot about that. I have one. an 18-year-old and a six-month-old baby. <laughs> <laughs> what a gap. Wow. Is that not um, how most people no, no. do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's typical, I think. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, listen, you know, I, I've got a three-year-old, and I, I'm actually six months pregnant, so – I, I'm about to try to be, you know, battling the the two. What what is it? So now, so now we got man to man defense. But, yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It. You got to go zone. I, I have zone answers. with three. Yeah. Oh golly. Well, then maybe I should listen to you because I I don't know what I'm doing. It's basically the bottom line. Um, but I think you know one thing I try to do is I try to be really present at work when I'm at work, which is a lot of the time. And then when I'm home, you know, just try to dive in with with all the kids stuff and really embrace everything that my daughter Reese wants to do and uh you know she's a rock star the good thing is she loves football like one of her favorite things to do is she'll she'll be like mama can we go sit on the couch and watch football and I'm like yes "Yes, we can at all times um so I'm glad that she understands that that was a qualification and a requirement for her life 
See, this, it makes sense I what you're it. saying, and I know our kids' situation is unconventional, but I still think we did it the right way. We waited until our son didn't need us anymore <laughs> to have another baby. He's got a driver's license. Yeah. He, he doesn't need us anymore. So my wife, however, doesn't like it when I call Noah our replacement child, so <laughs> she does not care for that phrase. Oh, well, you know, but yeah, that's really smart. Like then, then you basically just only have to deal with one. I mean, the 18 year old does his own thing. Exactly. Who's winning the Super Bowl, Laura? Oh, is she allowed to say? Can you say that? Have you already read, read the script? Oh, yeah, totally. No, no, I haven't. I haven't like officially picked yet. But I'm sure there's people, you know, on the edge of their seat, just really waiting for my pick here. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, no, I, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Chiefs. That's what I'm doing right now. I could change my mind though, so don't hold me to it. I just think the Eagles are the better team. They're the more complete team and all that jazz. And I love Jalen Hurts, and I think he's going to be fantastic. But I just think Patrick Mahomes is, is just that little extra X factor where he's going to do something. He's going to make one of those crazy plays like we saw him do where he's, you know, darting down, running like a crazy guy with this high ankle sprain and getting the first down, put him in position for the field goal, wh- whatever it is. I just think Mahomes is slightly more capable of doing that I think Isaiah Pacheco is going to have a big role in this game, actually, for the Chiefs. Love him. Um, Really a a capable running back, but uh, capable of explosive plays. Could be the difference between, like, 80 yards versus 45. And and if you get that extra 40-something yards, that could be the difference in this one, in in my estimation. So I'm going with the Chiefs today, and I think it's going to be because of Patrick Mahomes. I know, super original. Um, (laughs) Go ahead and give me an Emmy for that pick. (laughs) Well, we've got some Chiefs momentum building then, because right before you were on, we had the Chiefs owner, and I assume he would pick the Chiefs as well. He actually did, yeah. yeah. He didn't. (laughs) What are you, sandbagging? What's going on here? Yeah. We would have a shockingly bigger story. All right. NFL know, right? NFL Live will be Old Town Scottsdale, 3 p.m. Central, starting tomorrow through Friday. Appreciate you jumping on with us. Looking forward to the broadcast. And best of luck, obviously, going forward with the baby. Oh, thanks. Thank you, guys. And best of luck with your 18-year-old baby and six-month-old baby. Yeah, we're, uh, we're making it work. Thank you very much, Bye, Laura. Laura. <laughs> thanks. There you go, Laura Rutledge right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next. She loves us. I think that she, she loves did. us, dude. See, that's what I want you guys to do, the the Tolos and the Twolos, and then you, Corey. Judge who likes us the who most. Who likes us the, bo- the most and then the least. Dude, I mean, LeGarrette Blount said Brady's ass in, so like, that, I think he felt very comfortable. That's a good point. Coming up next. Let's talk with the Tom Brady Slayer, perfect season crusher, former Giants wide receiver David Tyree. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Fancy Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan, live on Radio Row in Phoenix. And right now, this might be my favorite intro of the day, the Tom Brady Slayer, the perfect season crusher. It is former Giants wide receiver David Tyree. Good morning, sir. Man, I like it. That's a good intro. I'll take it. I told he him my bias is I dislike him. He played I, for the Giants. Guys. Okay, like, so <laughs> do you want to not like him? He's right there. I know. I mean, listen, I by the end of this thing, we can, attention. we can <laughs> work it out. Uh, but you know what? You don't play for the Giants anymore, so we'll just leave it at that. So. I don't. I don't. I mean, I, you know, I had good times. 
really good times in 2007 <laughs> on my on our run to the Super Bowl, but I'm not going to bring open up old wounds. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you absolutely. y'all got enough wounds. Yeah, to deal with. yeah. Look, this is one of the few instances where I'm okay with an NFC East team winning as long as they defeat Tom Brady en route to that. <laughs> then I support that. Is I like because when we're up here. You have to do a lot of interviews. We get a lot of bios and stuff. The yeah. first half of your bio, like, I appreciate it and everything, yeah. but I feel like people know the greatest catch in Super Bowl history. Like, it doesn't yeah. need to be broken down. As a matter of fact, we do uh, the power poll with Rick Goslin, who was a writer for the Morning News, does some great work. Yep. He And he has writers across the country, and they asked, what was the greatest play? What's the greatest play? And yours was it. Oh, that fantastic. was named the, the, by writers across the country, were like, and it was like, was it, what, 90% yep. of the votes? Well, I've got the number okay. right here. Every other option, 38% total. Your catch, 62% okay. for the greatest pass play oh. in Super Bowl history. Let's go. Landslide victory. We need it. Uh, listen, I, think, I don't think there's a better storyline, right? At the end of the day, it's not, you know, it's not just the underdog. It's the fact that there was an undefeated team yeah. that was extremely dominant, um, it was two miracles in one play. You know, Eli turns to Vanilla Vic. I'm the black guy who can't jump. There was some great <laughs> things going on. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> Vanilla Vic oh is my, my new favorite <laughs> nickname. Man, like, it was a whole lot going on in that in that one play. And of course, the ball on the on the, on the side of the helmet kind of takes the cake. So yeah, I mean, like, I, I I don't sit up there and try to act like it's something that is is doable again for me. I, I just I, I thank God every day that uh, that it happened the way it happened. I knew I had it, though. I, I just didn't know it was on my head. <laughs> Did you actually go look at Tom Brady in the eyes and, and like, say, you yes, know, we took you down? One, one day I think I'm, I'm looking forward to the day. I, I didn't watch the man in the arena, but, of course, everybody told me about it. And he, he didn't say my name. So my new thing is, say my name, Tom. <laughs> say my name. No, it's, yeah. The, the, guy, the guy caught the ball on his helmet. The guy. Like, yeah, no, but I, you know, he's having fun. Good, you know good. he knows who he you does. are. He's got a poster of you when he's doing push-ups <laughs> in the morning and stuff. <laughs> Never again. Is it true, and I hope it's okay to bring this Go up, that you dedicated that catch to your mom? And yeah. can for people who are not familiar, can you kind of give us the background on why that was? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's twofold. So it's, it's definitely yes. And my mom passed away about a month and a half, December 16th, um, on, in the middle of the Super Bowl run. So I miss the Washington game, and I missed the, the Buffalo Bills game during my mom. And I come back, and I actually – I wasn't much in the game plan, but Jeremy Shockey got hurt, and that's how I started getting into the game plan a little bit more in that playoff stretch. So, yeah, I mean, she was – she was sport – we did sports together. We watched tennis. We watched World Series. She was a sports mom. She, I can imagine her being a Campbell's soup chunk, you know, like yeah. mm-hmm. she was that kind of mom. So yeah, it was, it was it was it was dedicated to God. It was dedicated to my mom. She was the angel in heaven, overlooking that 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 amazing moment. I think that's super cool. My mom taught me sports as well. Like mm. she she was a single mom, and so yeah. she would take me to. We would go to the old old now Rangers ballpark, and like she taught me everything. And so I honestly, to this day, don't think this is what I would be doing yeah. if not for that stuff when I was a kid. No, it's it's irreplaceable. I remember I, I dropped. I was a sophomore, and I dropped what could have been a, a game game winning touchdown against against a big you know big rival team, uh, Montclair Elizabeth. And of course, I'm sulking. We still win the yeah. game, but I'm sulking. She she's looking at me in in the door, and I you know she's just looking at me for a second, and she she drops this note and says, "Look the ball into your hands," you know. 
And, and I was just like, it's moments like that I'll never forget. I thought it was going to be, you'll be okay, baby. She gave you good advice on the field. <laughs> Look the ball into your hand, son. <laughs> this ain't a pep talk. This no. is a logistical <laughs> talk right this here. This is our time, son. Let's go. Man. Yeah, she was amazing. So are, do you spend much time in Arizona? Because I'm, I'm kind of afraid of scorpions, and I don't want to get caught by one. Don't, don't spend much time, but, you know, we were fortunate to get our hands in the ground earlier this weekend. We launched the catch camp, which has been a brainchild that I'm super excited about. And it's really about foundational football. Everybody wants to be sexy. We focus on the foundation because that's how I got into the NFL as a special teams player. And then we do leadership development, careers in sports. So A Pro Bowl special teams player, pro, all right? Pro, I mean, like, you know, I, of course people jab at me. All I did was catch a ball on the side of my head. It's one play. I'm like, well, I was kind of content being the highest paid special teams player for a couple of years. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I understand. And so that my entry was different. I knew that I had to find a way into the NFL, and so I was willing to do the dirty work. And, and I think if, if kids, athletes today can focus on the foundational aspects in life as well as on, in the game, it will serve them well to, to, be, to be excellent. You're probably a more polite and bigger person than I am. Do you, <laughs> do you ever want to respond be like, oh, what was your Super Bowl-changing catch that you made? You know, one, you know like, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty active on Instagram in the last few years. Like, one out of 100, you know, snipes, I might say something back. Because, you know, they, they, if, if, if I comment on an on a NFL post, they, they, they come and tro the trolls come out, boy. Yeah. And uh, especially the New England trolls, they come out pretty heavy. I don't pay. I don't pay too much attention. But every can now you and then, feel the accent in those Instagram you can, messages, you can though? Feel it. Yeah, that, that that Boston accent. You know, <laughs> I, I'm a Jersey boy. You know, every now and then, you know, we, it's water for us. But water, but you know, that Boston accent is distinct. I can hear it loud as loud as ever. I'm not well received over there in the New England area. Well, I think you're delightful. Is okay. Tell us a little bit more. What can people catch with the new? podcast yep. and then davidtyree85.com yeah anything you you need concerning us and what we have available you know as a speaker leadership you know I've, I've been in front office serving the athletes on the leadership transition side so just doing a whole lot doing a lot of media work in the podcast we're really excited about and it's really hey what's your journey to success and i'm i'm big on celebrating um you know celebrating success because success is relative and people are doing awesome things not just celebrities and athletes you know, so I think uh, I like to give a platform to the everyday guy just as much as I like to celebrate some of the comrades who've had high achieving, uh, you know, things in the, in the eyes of the world. So I celebrate and I elevate, and that's what we do with Catch the Moment Podcast is just bring you on, talk about what was your journey, what was your pain points, you're a successful entrepreneur. How'd you screw it up before you became successful? Right. <laughs> you know, like, isn't, that, isn't that what happens, right? Yeah, you know, with man, the, like, we always talk about Mark Cuban, and he's an entrepreneur. He had to have had one go wrong for absolutely, him. Absolutely, mm -hmm. man. I mean, and I, and I think now being being in, in, the, in those, like, yeah, like I got a few businesses, but they're not, like, booming yet. Yeah. You know, like, I'm a business owner. Mm -hmm. So there, there's, a, there's a process to get to the point where, where you're on that mountain. And I think the, the road to humility is always the way to, to weather the storm. That is so true. Now, I can tell you this now that we're wrapping up. I didn't want you to be nervous for this interview because coming up right after you, we have Miss America. Yeah. She's Ooh. like right to the left of you. Okay. Yeah. I know that's a confusing sentence. Okay. She's okay. just to the left of you. So <laughs> right. I can tell you that now. I didn't I'm, want you to be nervous or anything. <laughs> well, well, I can tell you what, you're upgrading. 
I'm definitely upgrading. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm married already because I measure my life based on how fine my wife is. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, I got a lot of things that's not going well in my life, but I just turn, I turn on the other side of the pillow and I feel good about myself. You yeah. won. Every yeah. morning. You every won. Morning. Killing life. Awesome. David Tyree85.com. Appreciate it very, very much. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's talk to 2022 Miss America Emma Broyles right here on 105.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.